Hey everyone, welcome back to Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And we're back for another episode. This is your one-stop shop for all things quarantine talk. We like to talk about the news, current affairs, what's going on, different TV programs we're watching, music we're interested in, everything in between. This is your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration. So let's just jump into this next episode. We are going to talk about the election day. And we're going to talk about kind of where our mind was leading up to election day, the actual election day, and then everything that's kind of transpired after November 3rd, 2020. Um, I'll kick it off with our thoughts leading up to election day. So for me, leading up to election day, I honestly can tell you that um, I was blessed with just a perfect peace. You know, um, I am a spiritual person. I'm a religious person. I do believe in God. And, you know, the Holy Spirit just told me that I didn't have to worry. Told me that regardless of the outcome, that I should not worry. I should not be in fear. And it also beckoned me to just kind of just, instead of being on social media all day and allowing myself to be kind of emotionally just drained and worried and and just upset, to just focus on positive things, focus on the light in my life, focus on projects I have going on, and that everything would work out. I just had this really, really just unexplainable level of calm and peace and, you know, Daryl, you can jump in here. I think we both agreed that we would try to minimize any of our interactions online and like following the campaign or just news and talking heads just to preserve peace in our home. And yeah, I, I honestly can say leading up to Election Day. So before the actual Election Day, I just had it in my mind that I would be totally re- resolute regardless of the outcome. Yeah, so we early voted um in october and so we had gotten that out of the way we mm-hmm. went to a local polling place and and voted mm-hmm. and we took pictures and posted them to encourage everyone else to vote as well right and it, that was interesting because it was sort of like a thing that everyone did this year they posted and showed that they voted mm-hmm. and because the current administration uh has been we can definitely say they've been uh they haven't really been pressing to get out the vote. They've been trying to depress the vote. They've right. been trying to look for ways to undermine the vote. And so it's been up to uh, regular, you know, everyday people to encourage one another to get out the vote. Mm-hmm. We've seen it on Instagram, on social media, on, like, TV commercials. Everyone's every, everyone's uh, pushing to get out, get out the vote. Right. And so uh, leading up to Election Day, we, we were... Firstly, just trying to make sure that everyone voted because of everything that's happened this year, we feel the way that we feel and we wanted to make sure that our vote was heard just like many more people around the country. Um, I listen to Pod Save America and get a lot of my news and democratic news from there. So uh, in terms of, I guess, expectations and things, it was expected that the Republicans were going to, you know, try to intimidate people at the polls. Uh, Trump encouraged poll watchers to go and watch the polls, mm-hmm. which is illegal for regular people to just be walking around, but it's a form of intimidation. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, you know, there have been lots of legal 
measures to stop counting at a certain point and to not count certain votes and uh, even now there are protests and stuff to stop actually counting people's votes um, okay yeah there were yeah so so um, what did you do on election day we could just go back a little bit so on election day we didn't watch the news at all I didn't watch the news at all I stayed off of social media and yeah I basically I wasn't so another expectation that they that the media and everybody kind of put out was that because we we're social distancing this year and because of the virus and everything there's going to be more mail-in votes and so um, especially the Democrats have been putting out messaging just to let everyone know that the election would not be decided on election <clears throat> on election night and so you know because all the mail-in votes need to be counted so yeah I mean I wasn't expecting you know we, there was no expect expectation on election night for you know results because of the uh, you know the mail-in ballots that need to be counted so yeah I mean yeah election day was very much just Watching TV, working on music, you know, just having fun, cooking. It was just a very balanced and I think a very centered atmosphere that we tried to deliberately create in this house. And I think, you know, you know, we checked in with family and like, by and large, like your mother and my sister and un and dad, like we all were kind of just on the same page just having our focus on other things and not just going along for the ride and on the election day as daryl mentioned um you know the polls closed at eight o'clock and like a lot of political people had kind of mentioned before the tactic that trump was trying to come with was that um whatever votes had come in by the end but you know by the end of the night on election night that's where the election would just stop and you know, in a pandemic, that's something that just was not even, <laughs> even, even up for consideration. With all the people who were mailing in ballots to all these key states like Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, you know, it, it was just no way that that was going to go down or be allowable. And I know you had told me previously, Daryl, that um, Biden had put a legal team in place to fight any type of subversion or. Uh, illegality or just anything that just was not above board and in line with the democratic practices of this country is is historically known for around elections and so of course that's what you know went down and here we are Thursday two days after the election and Biden it Biden is leading uh, but Trump has already uh, issued a, a lawsuit voting uh, against the state of Michigan wanting access to all the votes and wanting to recount because Biden has won Michigan and, you know, and it's from an electoral college standpoint, Biden is in the lead. He only needs a handful of votes to go ahead and be declared the president. And we're still waiting on, you know, um, Pennsylvania, which is a 20 electoral, electoral votes. But even with 20 votes, that still wouldn't put Trump in the lead. But, you know, Nevada and Arizona are leaning towards Biden. And if he gets that, if he gets those two, he won't need Pennsylvania. And so... 
you know, something to Daryl's point, yes, they already have started the games and the foolery around trying to contest results, wanting recounts. And there was this theory floating out there that Trump's deliberately stacked the courts in his favor so he could just insist that the counting stop and have the Supreme Court make the decision on who would be the president. But in reality, all votes can be counted for however long it needs to be counted after the, the election ends. Yeah. yeah, we're waiting for votes to be counted. And until all the votes are counted, we just have to wait. And we're not going to dwell on the counting. We'll just wait till it's finished. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, I am too. I mean, it's just, this is politics in America in 2020. So, you know, it definitely feels like we are a third world country at this point. You know, when you think about countries that have dictators and authoritarian rule, you know, it's safe to say that here we are in America with the sitting president trying to, you know, be completely illegal and and suppress the process. And luckily we have citizens and we have people who understand what's at stake, what's more at stake than just who my favorite president is. You know, democracy is on the line here. Yeah, definitely it is. Um, it's up to the people to uphold democracy. It's not a given, it's a choice. and this election highlights that every election that that's the case for every election but this election more so and the, the identity of the country really mm-hmm. so there's a lot at stake it is it is well i don't know i guess that's the episode <laughs> i mean it's not the most cheerful but it's it's real it's it's, it's honest it's our in- interpretation of everything that's going on and you know, hopefully the next time we do a follow-up on where things stand with who the president of this country will be, we can cheerfully, um, you know, say that it it will be Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. You know, that's who we voted for, and that's who we think have the best possible chance of getting our country back on track. Yep, I agree with that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can catch our podcast on everywhere that you get podcasts. Spotify, Apple Music, Google, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox. So make sure you uh, subscribe to our channel and, you know, let us know what you think. Thanks again, guys. All right.